Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched When Evil Lurks. When Evil Lurks is a 2023 Argentinian supernatural psychological horror film written and directed by Damien Rugner. Set in a remote village, it follows two brothers who find a demon-infected man just about to give birth to evil itself. They decide to get rid of the man, but merely succeed in spreading the chaos. Thomas Reid. Sean J. Carney. Love you, mate. I gave you a mandate to pick more fucked movies. Yes. And you delivered. Congratulations. Thank you. Well done. Yes, and? Proud of you. Yep. Go and fuck yourself. <laughs> you did too good a job, mate. You what son of a bitch. I'm a professional, boys. What the hell? When you ask me to do something... Who do you think you are? A professional. <sighs> you should have him killed. But I love him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it out. No, he did well. You did I really hit the brief. well. I hit the brief. There is that There is that thing of, of a scaredy boy, isn't there? Yeah. I'm proud of him yeah. for picking a good movie. Because God knows he's picked some turds. <laughs> <laughs> not us, just him. No, um, no, we're, we're, we're golden. We've all picked some turds. Yeah. Um, well done, Tom. This was... One of the most upsetting movies I've probably ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was mean. It was awful. It was scary. The vibes were despicable. The visuals were It was the, the world was fascinating. Yes. It was shot beautifully. Was shot the direction. Beautifully. All the craft behind it was really fucking good. Yeah. But just sat in those end credits and stared into space. I turned around after we finished watching this. Mm. And Damo and I, we were, we were both like, oh, fuck, that was full on. But yeah. we were like, oh, great movie. Well done. You were in another time zone. And Damo said, he's taking his glasses off because he doesn't want to see the world. Yeah. You were sitting there, your glasses are off, and you just had your hand over your eye, like over the bridge of your, your brow. Yeah. Just burdened with horrific purpose. Scary Boys is a gift and a curse. It yeah. really is. It truly, a gift of friendship, is. the curse of spooks that we listen to so that you do not have to listen. Right. Our eggs are filling up. Oh, they're bloated and pus-filled. My, and my egg has popped like that man. Oh, my God. And a grim, grubby, horrific-looking child has climbed out. Now I'm scared to crack eggs. Yeah, like, mate. Genuine, like, it's not actual a good, eggs. What's going to come out? Yeah, yeah, what comes out. Yeah. A rotten? Don't kill it. A possessed one? 
What a fucked little world they created. An here. incredible world. A world that the world let's just talk about that. The yeah. world building in this, I love and we've talked about this before with like the whaling and a few other things, where you so often devil stories, exorcism mm. stories fall into a Pope's exorcist, exorcist, <laughs> yeah. the exorcism of Emily Rose, Catholic kind of thing. And Argentina, it is a it is Catholic, it's For Christian, sure. it's still yeah. that. But there's just a level of esoterica to it mm. that I just love, where the rules are a little bit impenetrable. Mm-hmm. This is clearly a thing that exists and has existed for a time right. to the point where there are people whose job it is to do this who are just called cleaners or cleansers. Yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And they have a job and they have a weird toolkit and they have weird rule systems. A lava toolkit. Yes. It's good. And they just they just chuck you in it. Yeah. Like there's no I think if this was made again by Hollywood or by America, mm. you'd have this there'd be there'd be like text at the start. <laughs> in two thousand and seven, a rotten was found in a hypomony it, yeah. New because, York is full of demons. Yeah. It's because here in our culture it takes a lot more to like get behind this sort of thing. That's what right. I love about this movie. It can rip from the start. Yeah. Yep. Because everyone like it's just imbued in their culture. They're kinda like, okay, yep, yep, all right. They they're all they all fear this thing. Mm. Yep. And so there's no real fucking around. The ex-wife doesn't really get on board things. Yeah. And that's when things go real south. But, you know, there's ramifications. There. Yeah, yeah. I understand why she doesn't too. Yeah, absolutely. you right. learn he is a piece of shit. He yeah. should not be there. He's a, yeah. he's not a good man. Not yeah. a good man. He's but done that's some despicable things. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's the, the whole point. The reason the movie goes the way it goes is because he isn't a good man. He mm. is a bit of a coward. He is yep. a bit despicable. And because he makes those choices, you know, as the movie keeps going, mm. when it comes to the crunch and he has to make a choice to be good and save and help, he's a coward. Yeah. And so his fear will rule him. He will make a bad decision, like all of the other decisions that happen in this. Right. Like an emotional decision. Yeah. yeah. And you pointed this out mm. brilliantly, Damo, early at some point in the film. You were like, all of them make decisions based on fear. Yeah. One of the last rules is do not be afraid. Yes. Do not let your fears consume you. Yeah. The rules are not respected. The rules are not respected. Mm. And the punishment is brutal, horrific, yeah. grim, Powerful. This movie's good. This you were getting frustrated, Damo. I could hear it. I was getting times in the back half. You're like, this like, for me, this was such a hard movie to like. I haven't put on letterbox, but it's gonna be a real tough one to rate because I think the storytelling, world building, the, the craft, the on craft display. on every level is actually really terrific. But my subjective part of me coming through wants to be like, I have not felt so empty and awful and stressed and. Angry at how mean and how much people aren't communicating. And there are like, especially when there are seven fucking set rules they learn as kids from a nursery rhyme. And everyone seems to have forgotten them or isn't communicating them well enough or not communicating the situation well enough. And at every turn, the worst thing happens because of it. And like, or they're giving into their fear in this in this way. Man, I'm like genuinely like I was a bit empty at the end of it from the storytelling point of view, and then the the only lift I got was like, yeah, that was a really good fucking movie. Like, but I'm I'm still really finding it hard. Yeah. To, like, I want to say you can't go. It's weird because the technical craft and everything. It's hard to go lower than a four. Yeah, I, I think I've got to go. The four. movie's earned that, but it's like if I give it five, that's hard. Yeah. I'm grappling over here. We were talking about this after the movie, and this is probably more a question for Damo and I, because, Tom, you watch a lot of mean, rude movies because your girlfriend seeks the danger out. She seeks the the danger. For us, Mm. Damo, is it the meanest horror we've watched for the show? I think probably. I don't think so. Do you have have one that we watched? I think The Strangers is meaner because it's just people. Okay. I'll tell you why I lean towards this one, though. Because a lot of the cruelty is to children. Yes. yes. Children yes. absolutely cop it. And like initially when you don't even really expect that to happen, yeah. that is the like the dog one is the worst one. I, there was part of me that, that thought maybe, and then it was 
Way worse than oh, I was well, expecting. Like, the way they framed it from behind. Oh, it's such a oh, it was a horrible, yeah. tense shot of this dog. This big dog too. And you just thought I like I thought, yeah, the dog's gonna do something. Yes. But I thought it was gonna bite like the dad or one or of the, the, one of the adults. Whatever, yeah. It just rips into the girl. Well, I thought the girl was gonna look at the dog and the dog was gonna pass the possession onto the kid. Right. Uh, now I thought the dog would attack somebody. I didn't think it would maul a little girl. And like not even like just uh in the way grabs it, it and too. drags it out of the frame. It's just we time and time again we go back and we see it going in again and, and shaking. And, oh it's yeah, just shaking and, and like then running a down the street with the corpse. It's just so like again. This is where it's like so so mean. Yeah. But again, I find it's like I'm like too mean. Fuck you. But then part of me is like, no, they're doing it on purpose. This is about evil. This is evil. Like this movie made me realize. Like we've seen other movies where it's like he is evil personified, or it's the essence of evil, and you're like, yeah, shrug, whatever. Like okay, so a bit cheeky and nasty, whatever. Where this actually makes you truly fear the concept of evil. Yep. That evil is a dog getting its whole jaws around a girl's head who a minute ago was giving it love and pats and all this. Yep. Like it's just so nasty and brutal and like and these are the worst things you can imagine. Evil is a possessed mother eating its child yep. walking oh. down the street. Like oh. yeah, yeah. it's bad, man. That, we've got to get to that. Like but also the oh. dog thing is horrible because the parents are arguing, raised voices, and they don't even know what's fucking happening. It takes so long. And this boy is like the dog is biting and the, like they don't even get it. Yeah. Like it's, it's and fucked. we know and we know yep. we know by then too late. Yeah. Like yep. you're arguing and she's dead already. Too late seems to be the the constant feeling of this whole film yeah. for an for the audience. And too it late is to save Santino. Stressful. It is yep. so it is like this is a hard watch, I would say. Yeah. For cowards out there and people with any any element of empathy, so not Joel Douches, uh, <laughs> are going to have a hard time with this movie. Yeah. We watch the scary movie, so you don't have to. This is a prime example. This is the one. Uh, yeah. I would say Having is, said it, that, it is a great film, so if you want to watch a great film, watch, watch it. it. But you will oh, need a chaser lined up. Yep, yeah, full you, disclosure. You're in for a rough time. Um, yeah. Whether that be any kind of chaser, whether you're watching another movie, you play a bit of Pokemon or some Mario or some <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah. Fortnite as a chaser would maybe help. Yeah. Hanging out with your friends. Shooting some sixteen-year-olds. <laughs> Except my skin in Fortnite, my character skin at the moment is Michael Myers you can from Halloween. That. You can play that to a big fat fish. Yeah, you need something much more pleasant. A brightly yeah. coloured man. Is I, there you know. a Paddington option in Fortnite? That would be the best thing in the world. I'm just saying that It'd might be so funny. that might get me onto Fortnite. I would actually that love that. He'd be hard to shoot too because he's small. They'd make him size. They'd make him bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're always the same to, size. Because yeah. do you remember this is going odd on job? Right now? Odd job yeah. and Goldeneye. Right. Did you ever play as yeah, Odd Job? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he was great. Because I, my go-to was Baron Smeddy. Right. And so my brother would always go Odd Job, and I'd shoot, and I'd have to like manually aim down to shoot him in the head. It was, <laughs> and he could hit you in the head by yep. just shooting your hat. Yep. Well, yeah. He'd just shoot me in the dick, basically. <laughs> <laughs> on just just to step back a bit, this mm. the world building and sort of the lore of this is is really well done in that. It never feels when you're getting exposition. It never feels too heavy-handed of exposition. No, and because we we are because just thrown hung, because we sorry, but it's because we don't know. Yeah, so yeah. we're hungry for it. So yes. when they do feed you the exposition, you're like, oh fucking yes, no, yeah, cool. yeah. What are the rules? What's this? What's that? Yeah, give it to good. me. Yeah, and, and even the ones they don't give you everything. They just sort of talk, and that I think is some of the best world building you can do in a movie mm. or a book, where they just say, oh, "Well, this is already established. I don't need to explain to you how this works. You'll just work it out by seeing it or right. learning along with the characters." Or it's just being utilized and eventually your brain goes, oh, yeah, cool. That's the thing. Like I've got it, yeah. You don't know what any of the weird tech that she has or the cleaner that mm. they find has. You don't really know what any of that does, just that it works in a certain yeah. way. 
and that's enough. Yeah, that's enough to a denote that she's an expert. She knows what she's dealing with. Mm-hmm. It gives you that. It, give, it it elevates the whole movie from just a normal possession story. They put so many great little hurdles in it, and that mm. yes, it's it's really powerful. But you cannot kill it if you yeah hurt it. If mm. you kill it directly, if you give into your fear, you yeah. fuck it. Yeah, you release it into the next thing. Yeah, and I, I really like again. This is something I really loved about. I love rules. I love all the rest of it. But I love uh, any kind of magical system. And ultimately, yeah, this still counts as a magical system where it's like, it's like we've seen possession stories before and it's like, oh, they've got possessed somehow, whatever. Where I love the idea of like this evil is is wanting and ready to be birthed into the world. And so the possession is really just uh, an avenue for its birth. It's a gestation period. Yep. Like that is so interesting and unique. And, then and it can't ha- be born until it's killed. And it needs human weakness, humans giving into their fear, human cowardice to birth it into this world. And, and like the way it's sort of like, it's still present. It's like evil is lurking and it's still hovering around, but it can't get that full. It's still in its gestation period. Again, that's just like a good, interesting magic system yep. that's different from what we've seen before. I think it's the best possession sort of mechanism that we've seen yep. in any of the possession movies that we've watched. Yeah, I'm there for that. And it's yep. that perfect example of like, oh, they've done, everything's been done. But no, no, do possession, but do it in a slightly different way. Yeah, twist it. Well, and it's so awesome. It's it's actually fascinating. It's no yeah. eyes and demon voice. Yep. It's just, right. it's a bloated mess of a man yep. who is begging for his life yep. and then saying fucked things. Even like the mum doesn't sound like, I'm going to eat your- yeah. She's just like the mum, but she's wrong. Yes. And like even when they do that, one of the most chilling sequences in it doesn't even involve any violence. It's when the grandma's at home with the the son, the autistic mm. son, and the Mitra is like, it'll take a bit of time because the, the demon gets in there and it can't work out their brain because yeah, their brains right. are wired wrong. So it'll yeah. take a bit more time. Just keep an eye on him. We're going to go kill the rotten. Mm. You're going to go and find the other son. Yeah. That's all this plan. And then the grandma is sitting there and then Jar, the boy, walks in. Yeah. And she sort of looks at him and he then goes, I'm cold. I'd like, I think maybe we should have a cup of tea. Right. And it is chilling because he can't talk. He's non verbal. Right. Yeah. And he's walking around and then he just looks at her and it's that moment of the game's up. The game, like, right. she just looks like, oh. Yep. And, well, it's, oh. Fa- it's found its way through the maze and you're like, shit, nothing. Like, uh, the way it plays with hope and hopelessness. Is like it's it is on this amazing balancing act where again like it's it's a mean rude movie in a lot of ways and if it was completely hopeless from the get go I would lower my rating on it but it actually manages to find new ways while the worst things are happening to give you hope and keep hope a little bit alive in us the viewers hearts up until the point where there is no hope which really really there almost never was to begin yeah, with yeah it's funny how often these movies just trick us into yeah. it. and they don't even try that hard to do it it's it's there from the outset but there's this part i think and just probably the way that we watch these movies yeah we want there to be hope of course we, there's a part of me that's like no matter what bad thing happens surely we're going to it's going to be a nice ending right yeah. our brains are wired to movies having happy endings right right and we're in the wrong genre <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, man. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. And I think it reminds me massively of a book that I read this year that I've talked about a lot this year on this podcast, <laughs> Our Shape of Night. Yeah. Yes. Fucking great book. Mm. Because again, it takes the occult and possession and stories like that and puts it in South American context. And right. it's, it's set in Argentina. Right. And it uses a combination of your Christian, Anglican, sort of English, sort of cult worshipy, demon summony, Alistair Crowley kind of shit. Right. right. And fuses it with Argentinian folklore and superstition, mm. it is also very fucking mean. Yeah. And some of the stuff in it is like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It does also not treat children very well. But it is right. inc- the world building is incredible. Yeah. And you keep reading because every time they give you hopelessness, mm. just at the last second, Mariana Enrique just goes, here you go. 
And this does the same thing. They yeah. get to Mitra's house, all hope is lost, and she goes, I know how to deal with oh, it. Turns she out- takes her suitcase yeah. out. I dealt with the very first Yes, I was there the first time. So we've got hope. Maybe we're going to beat this thing. We get to the school and it's like, okay, they're doing it. They're doing it. And she's like, don't don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. You're like, okay, yep. All right, we're going to get there. She's like, all right, pull out. We've got no time. And it's starting to get stressed. And you're like, maybe, maybe they're going to kill it. And then he goes to get the axe. And she's like, don't leave. I can't take care of it by my silence. And it's so quick. It's like, as soon as he makes that decision. And leaves. We're done. Yeah, we're done. That's all it took. Can I ask us a question? Yeah. Yes. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Where are we scared? Shit scares. Oh, my God. I think, was it before, as the movie was starting, Tom, you said, boys, we don't don't have to do this. this. Yeah, you did. That was a lot earlier than we normally would say. (laughs) I think it's the poster. I was scared because the poster is of a woman kneeling on the ground holding an axe towards her face. Yeah, Yeah, so you had that scene. So you're like, oh. You know the scene where the landowner shoots the goat goat and then his wife axes him and then she kneels down and I was like, oh, the poster. Oh, bang. No. It was just it, fucked. So it takes yeah, so long. If we're talking dude. about were we scared? So like there is there's a sense of unease. We've had the disgusting bloated Uriel. Uriel, who what's the term for rotten? A rotten, yeah. A rotten, we've seen one. him as so like, whoa, this is like yeah. heavy. Not not having any idea how heavy this is really gonna get. And so just to for anyone who isn't gonna watch it, I'm gonna describe this scene real quick. So basically we've got this farmer Ruez who is like Again, we're talking about for people who are scared and giving in to their fear in the worst way, where they know the rules, they know they shouldn't kill this thing. And he's already had one chance where we thought he was going to shoot Uriel and cause this thing, and he manages to hold back. And of course, like as we've talked about, anger as an outlet for fear is such a common, especially for masculine people, it's such a common outlet. We were getting angry watching this movie. Yeah, and we're not, we're not really angry. <laughs> we're fucking terrified. Yeah. And so when they his wife screams out and there's one of the goats is slightly wrong in a way that I couldn't really decipher, to be perfectly honest, but whatever. They knew it was off. And then he shoots the gun in the air. All the other goats run away and it's just standing there. Yeah, and then it walks forward, puts its head up to the gun. and put, Exactly. It, it, he's like screaming at him, I want you to do this, which of course means that is the last thing you should be doing. But he's so terrified. He's so like full of anger and righteousness, but actually it's just fear. And of course, what does he do? He shoots it. As like seconds after he does, the wife swings an axe straight into his face and you see everything and it's awful. And then kneels down, puts the, swings the axe in, in a pendulum slight way so she can get herself in the face and then does that like three or four times. And then she's like slowly dying, but it's still yeah. going in in the slow. It is. It's, it sort of gets floppy. It's so upsetting. It's so realistically awful. I'm getting stressed again. 
I shouldn't have described it. This movie, I nearly rubbed my face off because the amount of times I had to just like try to calm myself by like, oh my God, what is happening? What are we watching? And stroking my face. Yeah, it's it's bad. It, and, and the thing is, we're like, were we scared? Yes. Boys, how many jump scares are in this movie? Maybe two. Maybe two. Like, if that... Even even the attack. We shouldn't have the- done this podcast. I, I felt so. We had it. We watched the chaser after this. I actually last don't night. feel well now talking about it. We watched the chaser and we're like, <laughs> we did ne- it. What's the next question? <laughs> it's going to be the shortest episode of Scaredy Boys ever. Um, no, we'll stay on the Fear Factory bit because obviously it's got plenty of it. But that's what I mean when I say how many jump scares. There's not a lot of jump scares. The fear comes from what will it do next? Yeah. You know these people. Keep making yeah. mistakes. So, what will be the next cost of a mistake? Yeah, and I'll say this: it even does that great balancing act of like, well, you kind of remember your, well, you know, for the whole time you're watching a horror, and we have that horrible act scene not too long after we have the horrible dog scene that we mentioned, and then there's 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 this breath. But of course, any good horror movie has like the rhythm, the rhythm, the the scares and the calm, the scares and the calm. But the calm was going just that inch too long, and I started to get scared of the calm because mm. you know it's going to break at some point, yep. and it yep. breaks. Horrifically, which is the attack on the on the house, and you get a scene that, again, I think in a lesser director's hands would just lean into a cheap jump scare, which right. is where the brother Jamie yeah. is driving off to find the son and the mother who's yeah. walked off into the night, and she's like, "Don't use electric light; you're gonna have mm. to use it sparingly." So you get that great set piece where he's turning the headlights on and off, right? And on, and you're waiting for a off. jump scare from that. And in a lesser director. He'd turn it off, nothing there, turn it on, bang, bang. Yeah. This movie, on, off, they just don't give you that scare. And then he turns it on and she's just she's just there. In the distance, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what's happening? Like, it's a weird, sh- you can't work out. And then rather than give you the cheap, easier scare, I would think, right. they give you something way worse. Something much more upsetting. lingers and takes a long time. And it just, again, it shows you the evil of it. The evil of this yes. thing. It's not... It's not the demon at the end of Pope's Exorcist. It's no. it's something immeasurable, unknowable. Yeah, and that's like, the other thing too that makes it truly scary is it just operates on a level where yeah there are rules, but you also don't really understand what it's fucking doing. Like no, no. Even later in the film, spoilers when the when the demon is finally born, yeah. and it's just a weird bald naked child that looks a bit inhuman. Yeah. And it just runs its fingers across his doesn't his kill head. him. Yeah, just runs yeah. its fingers across his head, and then of course he tries to rob it off, and he can't get rid of the yeah. mark of the beast. Yeah, he's got a hand, bloodied handprint on his forehead right. for the rest of his life. And yes, which is not going to be long. But just like it, and then it just walks out into the field. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, it just that's the end of you know you don't see it. It doesn't it doesn't come out and speak in an evil horrific yes. voice. It doesn't grow wings or horns. It's just a bloodied child. It's out in the world and now. off it walks. Yeah, and I think that's what's so effective about this compared to other possession stories where. The evil is never waxing lyrical about all the terrible things it's going to do. It just does them. It just does them. And we see it in gorgeous cinematography. It is horrific. And like, there's what he sees for when Jamie finds the mum and she's got the son. I almost don't want to say it. Like, it's it's in my head right now. You don't have to. I won't for the list. It's bad. I'm hating sitting here and listening to this film. Yeah. I'm hating it. It's one of the most upsetting movies I've ever seen in a long time. End my life. Uh, Not the episode, the whole podcast. (laughs) The whole show. Yeah, this this one is is probably, I will say it's probably the most intense one we've done. Yeah. But the only reason I think The Strangers is meaner is because it's just people, whereas this is like an unknowable magical force. I think I'm with you there. I think like ultimately there's still an element of fantasy about it, in which case I can kind of go, oh, it's okay. For something like The Strangers, where it's just people being terrible and people can be terrible, that's 
really and like meaningless the meaningless of the strangers yeah. which this also feels like it feels meaningless because this evil doesn't care if you're good or bad or any of that stuff it just wants to do what it's going to do but again because it's competent there's always the opportunity for them to do the right thing whereas there, there are movies yeah. that are mean where it's like they can't actually do anything no. just, we're just now going to watch them suffer for ages yeah yeah whereas I think with, with something like this there are moments of yeah. the hope and that's and that's the only, that's what keeps the movie going yeah. if there wasn't if that wasn't there this movie would be terrible I yeah. think I think this would be exactly a, a bad a genuinely bad movie right. whereas because it's elevated and yes the movie is bleak and yes the movie is hopeless and the final shot of the movie is is burnt into my head of, right. of the father coming out of the house dropping to his knees his brother coming behind him and he just he just screams the the end is literally we have lost all hope yeah there is zero hope left. need to technically have that end scene no right? but it doesn't feel though it, yeah. yeah it doesn't feel overdone no, normally it's, I'd it's watch really, a movie just good with that extra five really minutes mm. and I'd be like, you could have stopped when the kid walked into the field. But no, that extra five minutes. Because even you get that other heartbreaking scene, the overhead shot mm. where the two brothers come back to the house and the, the grandmother is missing yeah, and they just hug. yeah, And it's just such a heartbreaking hug. Yeah. The movie doesn't fall into complete despair because of the thing we've talked about in the past, where it, it does place value on life. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes that's they it, are I think, fighting Sean. for this thing. Yeah. I, I think that's. I think you've hit the nail on the head. This yeah. movie does actually value life. Yeah. Doesn't just give all the way into cruelty. No. So it does enough to keep these three boys on the line. Yeah. It does it's hurting us terribly. Yeah. But like it, it keeps us in keeping us on the line. It is managing to then hurt us more. Yeah. The reason, yeah, it cares yeah. for human life so it can show the true cost of the evil and the cruelty. Yeah. If it was just shitty and mean. I wouldn't be interested, but it values life more than it values the death, yeah, which is- yeah. uh, It's it's a really good movie. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, boys, did our characters act wisely or foolish? Oh, no. No. Dumb. Dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Like, literally, so, like, what we talked about, the obviously the rules and that you are not- Like, it's such a tough rule to say you are not allowed to be afraid of the thing or, you're afraid of. Or like kill it. When yeah, it, it's, yeah. go, it's goading you into doing it. Or, or like, again, so for the, when uh, Jamie sees it and he has to like drive his car into the mm. possessed mum because of course you do. Yep. Look I, I can doing. understand those decisions. Yeah, yeah. but again, there are the things wrong like decisions. the grandma been like, don't name it. And then yeah. she starts naming it. And yes. then the kid, um, the autistic kid starts to repeating sort of repeat it, that yeah, name yeah. again and again. It's like, that's very frustrating. You're an idiot. You're old. You should be wise. You're an, oh, yeah. Leave her back at home. The, the only wise one in this movie was uh, Mitra, Mitra. Yeah. Yeah. who like was so controlled and so contained. But again, like you, when you learn her backstory, she's like she's gotten to a point where she's like reached nirvana. She's found inner peace because she can actually not be afraid in this in this crazy. She knows yeah. what it is, and she's, yeah. she's it's basically like she's seen the worst of it, yeah. and she survived. So what else could possibly fear right. make her afraid? Mm. And that's like that great running thing where when everyone's like, "Yeah, but if you've seen one, you know." Yeah. yeah, like you, you wouldn't if it was if you saw one, you wouldn't say I think is what yeah. she says to Jamie. Yeah, yeah, you would be like, nah, that's I've seen it. Yeah, but again, the moments of like hope and light, the little quirky bit where he's mm. like, oh, is this is this Mitra? Eh? And it's like, oh, they fucked. There's this like fun little bit, and then it's like, all right, back to the relentless dread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, even just to jump back to the first act, like the old, like the thing that really. I mean, it's already there, but the thing that really kicks the whole this whole story off is like the ultimate act of foolishness and fear and cowardice of like, oh, let's just drive it away somewhere, make it somebody else's problem. But even the, yeah. the mayor and the police not sending someone oh, out for over pathetic. a year, yeah, because useless. they're like, ah, too hard, bureaucratic yeah. nightmare, so frustrating. Also, this is in an outskirt town. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, it's it's so far out of town, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. yeah, they just don't give a shit. No, fuck. What like without outside of moving, what were they supposed to do? Just leave it there. Get another cleaner, I guess. Yeah. I think that's the 
only thing you could. Well, that's really what they try do. to do. They go to the mayors and the police to be like, yeah. send another person out, but it's too late. So they, they realize the police aren't going to help. Mm. The mayor's not going to help. The police don't want to help because old mate is a piece of shit. Yeah. And then they're like, well, the only person who can intervene is Ruiz. So we'll go. We'll go and talk to him. And be like, what can we do? And then mm. he's like, I'll fucking kill it. Yeah. 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 Ruiz is like the wrong choice. <sighs> yeah. The wrong yeah. choice. Yeah. He's like to me. He's the most cowardly person, or maybe the whole movie. Like mm. really. Didn't like his character. Bloody landlord. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Kill them all. Yeah. If you're oh a landlord, boy. you should die. Oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, boys, what would we do in this situation? <sighs> die. I think die. And that's all the scary talk we have for this episode. I don't know what else we could do. I've I- been Sean. I've been Tom. I've been David. <laughs> no, I, uh, wait, I think... Kill it. Kill it. We're done. There's, not, there's no point chatting. So honestly, we can follow the rules. We are three cowards. Dead. Yeah, Jesus, we're dead. If you see our listeners like this show and like to help us out, we need all the help we can get. <laughs> you can get over to patreon.com for our scary boys. There is a bunch of great bonus stuff over there. Please do check it out. And of course, we do appreciate all the beautiful support we get from our patrons. Uh, otherwise, you can leave us a review wherever you listen. That really helps us a bunch. And if you'd like to send us an email, just say hi or recommend some movies or anything good like that, you can do so at 3 at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at scaredyboyspodcast or on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm in midday pajamas. Dead. I'm also dead. Stay scared, everyone. Scary Boys is a gift and a curse. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.